Greatest story ever told. Presented by the United States Armed Forces Radio Service. Journey to Tiberius. A drama based on a teaching from the greatest life ever lived. In the town of Bethel in Judea, there is excitement in the marketplace as a new caravan is being formed to undertake a journey to the north. Placid and stately camels and also lowly donkeys are being loaded with goods and travelers are preparing to climb to the backs of the animals which will carry them on the long journey to Tiberias. Two people, husband and wife, carrying their few possessions and all their food in one bundle, stand watching as the caravan begins to take form. Then the woman says, Uriah, you have to ask now, else it will be too late. It won't do any good to ask, Miriam. I've already heard the price. We haven't enough money. But if you explained it to the caravaneers, they might provide us with animals, and, and then my brother would pay them when we get to Tiberias. Things are bad enough. How we look coming to your brother like beggars, not even having enough money to pay our way there. What choice do we have now? That's another way of saying it's all my fault, isn't it? Oh, please, Uriah, this is no time for recriminations. We must get to Tiberius as soon as possible. My time can't be far off. I know. I'll ask. Good. You there. From the way you give orders, it would seem you're the chief caravaneer. Aye, that's what I am. Well, sir, if this weren't an unusual situation, I wouldn't ask. You haven't got the money, is that it? How did you know? I've never made a journey yet, but that someone didn't come up to me and say it's a very unusual situation and then want me to do something for nothing. Now then, if you have no money, we have no business together. Good day. No, 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 wait. I have some money. Yes, how much? Four copper coins. Well, then, what's your trouble? Three coins will provide you with a donkey. But there are two of us. That's why I wondered if you'd trust me till we got to Tiberius. My brother-in-law will pay the difference there. Oh, he will. I've known brothers who refuse to do that, let alone brothers-in-law. Oh, no. I can't take chances like that. Please, sir, this one time, make an exception. After all, my wife, she must reach Tiberius before the baby is born. Hey, wait. Just came to me. There was a man here. Let me see. Ah, there he is. See that old fellow there? Yes, he didn't have quite enough money for a donkey either. Now, perhaps if both of you put your money together, you'd have one animal between you. Each of you could ride half the time and walk half the time. It's better than walking all the way. Yes, of course. I'll talk to him at once. Let me know quickly. We'll be on our way soon. Uh, sir, sir, may, may I talk to you a moment? Yes. What is it, friend? The chief caravaneer told me you wanted to hire a donkey for the journey, but you didn't have enough money. That's so. But I've decided to walk. So if you've come to offer me a few coins, no thank you. Well, it wasn't that exactly. No. So I... I thought if we pooled our money, we could share one animal between us. It would make the journey easier for us both. I've already decided that a donkey might be a wasteful luxury for me. I shall walk. Oh, please, sir, you don't understand. That woman there, she's my wife. 
As you can see, we must reach our destination soon. I can provide a donkey for her, but if I must walk, that'll slow us up. We may not reach Tiberius in time. Please, please, would you change your mind? Why, if it will help your wife and you, of course. Here, take my few coins and make the arrangement with the caravaneer. Well, well, don't you want to come with me? I trust you to make the arrangement honestly, friend. Now, I'll wait for you over there where your wife is. As long as we shall be together for the next three days, we might as well be friends, hmm? It was very nice of you to help us out, sir. It isn't often one gets the chance to do a good deed and, in addition, enhance one's own comfort. It will be better than walking all the way. But the money might have meant a good deal to you. I'm sure that, aside from that bundle of food you carry, you have nothing else in this world. In this world? Yes. You're right, my dear. What did you mean by that, sir? If I were to tell you, perhaps sir, you might not... Sir, it's all arranged. We start out at once. Good, good. Oh, uh, since we have two bundles between us, we shall place one on each donkey. Ours on the back of the donkey. My wife rides. Your bundle on the donkey we two shall share. Is that agreeable? Of course. Sir. All right, everyone. The caravan will start. Everyone mount. Ready to start. Oh, quickly, sir. We must get underway. And Miriam, come. I'll help you. Are you comfortable, Miriam? Yes, dear. Good. The, uh, the reason I chose to walk the first stretch was to let him ride. What do you mean, Don't talk I... so loud. I don't want the old man to hear. But don't think I didn't notice. While I was making the arrangement with the caravaneer, you were talking to him. He's such a friendly man, so easy to talk to. And I suppose you had to tell him everything that I failed and befell. We have to go crawling to your brother to ask help till the baby arrives? No, Uriah, why should I? Are you sure? Oh, Uriah, it's, it's the same thing, the same thing all over again. You're so suspicious of people, so resentful, so full of false pride. If only you were different, if only you... No, no, we... We shouldn't get to quarreling now. You didn't have to say it, I know it well. It was my fault. Because I stood up to old Mordecai and told him what I thought of him, I lost my position. And now we're wanderers on the road seeking charity. It's my fault, my fault. Please, you're right. I'll never hear the end of it. Well, if it's all the same to you, I don't want to talk anymore. We can go the rest of the way in silence. All three days of the way. dear. As long as it's my time to walk, I thought you wouldn't mind if I took up the reins of your donkey and walked alongside you. It's very kind of you, sir. When people give friendship, they gain friendship. One always gains that way. I've been noticing your husband. For instance, the look on his face no, now. Please don't talk about him. Oh, but I must. Some men's faces have carved on them all the hatred and grief 
and pain that's inside of them. Your husband is such a man. From the first moment he called to me in the marketplace, I could tell. How could you know so much about what goes on inside a man? I don't know how one explains that, but the fact that I do know makes me want to help him if I can. All tell right, me. we stop here. Stop here to rest. Oh. Well, a rest would do us all good. Mm. I think you might like to sit peacefully on the soft earth now, hmm? <laughs> yes, sir. It might be very comfortable after such a long ride as we... <laughs> My dear, what is it? I... I reached back to brace myself in order to dismount, and, and I discovered it's gone. The bundle with all our food, it's gone. Why, well, so it is. Uriah! What is it? Uriah, it, it, it's gone. All our food is gone. What do you mean, gone? I, I don't... I tied it on tightly. How could it be missing? I, I don't know, you're right, but it, but it is gone. What are we going to do? Three days' journey. Three whole days of nothing to eat. Miriam, you should have been more careful. But, you're right. I didn't do it. Crying won't help. Look, friend, even if we could discover whose fault it was, it wouldn't help now. The bundle is lost. Gone. But I have some food in my bundle... Would you share it with me? Your food, it wouldn't last a day for three people. It will last the whole trip if we want it to. That bundle looks small, but it's deceiving. But now, in any event, your wife and you, you, you must be hungry. Eat with me as long as we do have food. Would you? It's... It's very nice of you to offer. Then I shall bring it here at once, at, at once. Oh, he's such a nice man, your eyes. He feels guilty, that's all. Hmm? He knows that if he kept his eyes open, we probably wouldn't have lost our food. Oh, Uriah. Can't you accept anyone as being good? Even a man who's willing to share his last possession with... Here, here he comes. It may not be much, my friends, but even bread and cheese is a feast when a hungry stomach says so. Here, let me set it down and open it. Oh, let me have a look. No, no, now... If you look, it will be no surprise. Uh, Just stand where you are and that... Oh, I know what's missing. A knife. Do you have one? Yes. Here. Oh, thank you. Now, here, let me cut you each a share of bread and cheese. For your wife. There. Hmm. And the cheese. There, my dear. Thank you, sir. And for you, friend. There. Well, thank you. Say, you're covering the food. Aren't you going to have any? Truth to tell, I'm not hungry now. Later, perhaps. But don't let that stand in your way. Now, I shall put the bundle back on the donkey. Miriam, there's something strange about him. I could swear he's hungry. Yes, I know. Yet he doesn't eat. Why? Yes. I wonder why. Well, I'll keep watch. I'll find out what's so strange about him. Now eat, Miriam. Did I? Oh, no, no. 
I've been listening to the caravaneers singing off there by the fire. What is it, your eye? I've been watching that man. I think I know. You know? What? The moon's bright enough to see by. And I've kept my eye on him ever since we stopped here for the night. A little while ago, I saw him open his bundle. He was digging in and eating pretty hungrily, too. And why not? He didn't eat all day. And yet this evening, he gave us even smaller pieces of bread and cheese in this afternoon. Have we a right to complain? Well, I... I wouldn't mind for myself so much, but it's you I'm thinking of. He should at least have the decency to give you a good-sized portion instead of waiting till dark when he's alone and eating most of it by himself. Whatever we get is more than we are entitled to, Uriah. Well, you seem to think very well of that old man, don't you? He's a nice man. I like him. He's a hypocrite, that's what he is. Making out to be charitable to our faces and then eating his full when he thinks we can't see. I'd like to get my hands on that bundle. Only trouble is I'm never out of his sight when it's my turn to ride the donkey. But if I ever do get out of his sight... Uriah, you're not even to think of such a thing. I don't mind telling you I'm hungry, Miriam. Very hungry. I'd rather starve, Uriah, than have you steal. Well, it, it isn't stealing exactly. I just want to see. I just want to get my hands on that bundle and see all the food he's hiding from us, that's all. No, Uriah, you're to put it out of your mind. All right, Miriam. We'll... Forget about the old man and his bundle of food for the time being. Ah, you see that, Miriam? What do you mean, your eyes? Well, just look. Today he doesn't even bring the bundle over here. Just borrows my knife, goes over to the bundle, and cuts the bread and cheese over there. Why not? It seems a very heavy bundle for such an old man to carry back and forth. Now you're beginning to use your head. I don't like the way you said that, Uriah. A heavy bundle. So it must be full of food. And yet he doles it out as... He's coming. Well, then, here we are. The bigger portion for your sweet wife. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome, my dear. And, Uriah, this is for you... Uriah, won't you take yours? Yes, thanks. And here's your knife. Thank you. Well, I see you aren't going to join us this time, either. Should a man waste food if he isn't hungry? When I'm hungry, I'll eat. It seems that some men are never hungry. When I was younger, I could eat a great deal more. But now, well, it's different. I'd like to believe that. Uriah! I won't continue to keep you occupied in conversation. It will keep you from eating, and the caravan will be starting up shortly. So let me return to the donkey and wait there. Hmm. Look at him go. I'll wager the moment we turn our backs, he'll be digging into that bundle with both hands again, stuffing his mouth with food. Now, please, Uriah, don't talk that way. Well, I can't help it. I'm hungry. And yet... And yet that bundle hangs pretty heavy on that donkey... If I could just look inside it when he isn't watching me. All right, everyone mount. We're starting up again. We've a good distance to go by nightfall. Come on, everyone.
use it. Why don't you go to sleep, Marion? Well, dear, perhaps if you held my hand, I, I might feel more easy and, and be able to sleep. Hold your hand, huh? Hmm. I know what's going on in your mind. If I hold your hand, you'll know where I am. That's it, isn't it? Oh, Uriah, why do you have to suspect people? So? I'm right and you know it. You're thinking I might slip away and take the old man's bundle, is that it? Oh, no, no, you, you wouldn't do that. You couldn't, could you? I'm hungry, that's all I know. But, but tomorrow morning we'll be in Tiberius, and, and my brother's house will have much to eat, all you want. I'm hungry now. I can't wait till tomorrow. If I were starving, I'd wait. Well, don't forget, I've walked half the distance. I'm hungry. And in a short while, I'll eat my fill. Then you are going to do it. If you insist on asking, yes, I'm going to do it. Only the fact that the moon is so bright has made me wait till now. Besides, I must be sure the old man's asleep. Uriah, how could you? I noticed it again tonight. After he gave us our share, he went back and was sticking in the bundle again with both hands. And if there's food, we should have some. I won't eat a bite of it. Then I will. No, I've noticed he hasn't stirred for a while. He's probably asleep. I'm going over there. What if he wakes? It would be better for him if he didn't. Uriah? I have the knife. Remember that. Oh, Uriah, no. It's up to the old man. I don't want to hurt him. No. But if he thinks more of the bundle of food than of his own safety, that's his fault. Now I'm going. No, Uriah, Take no. Take your hand off me, Mary. Uriah. Uriah. Easy, donkey, easy. I'm just going to relieve you of a burden. There. One cut of the knife. And now I'll carry this bundle from now on. You needn't waste your tears, my dear. This bundle is so heavy with food, I can barely carry it. Please, please, Uriah, before you touch any of the food, please put it back. Don't be a fool. Once we get to Tiberius, I'll pay the old man for his food. I don't want anything for nothing. No, Uriah, if you take one mouthful of that food, I shall never be able to love you again. I'll talk about that better after I've filled my stomach. And I'll untie this napkin. And look at the food the old man's been hiding from us. It isn't as though... Uriah! What? No. Who are you? Old man! Shh! You'll wake the others with such a loud voice. Well... Pretty sly, aren't you? So you weren't asleep after all. Truth is, I was. Then I felt some movement beside me that woke me. And I found the bundle missing. Isn't that too bad? Now, please, before you open it, give it back to me. No, no. Please, you'll do yourself no good that way. I'm through with depending on your false charity. I'll eat my fill right now. I say don't open that bundle. If you're thinking of stopping me, remember, I have the knife. I remember. Then leave me alone for your own sake. All right, son. Go on, open it. That's better. Now then, let me get this untied. <laughs> Quite a knot you made here. Can't seem to... Now, wait, I know. I'll slit it with my knife. There. And now we'll eat, Miriam. I won't. You will. Just let me reach in here and get some of it. So what is this? Uriah? It's a trick. It's some kind of trick the old man's playing on us. The bundle is heavy, but it's heavy with stones. Stones? Yes, stones. I found a little bit of bread and some cheese, but... Beneath there's nothing but stones. Stone. Oh, wait. 
Let me hold this up so the moonlight can show them. Stones. Only stones. Old man, where's the food? That little you hold in your hand is all the food we have left. Now, this is a trick. If it wasn't, you wouldn't bother to have put stones in here. Yes, I guess you might call it a trick. And for that, I must apologize to your very fine wife. Forgive me, Miriam. I forgive you? Yes, I was mistaken. But I meant it only for your own good, my dear. There was so little food, so very little, that I didn't want you to worry. I wanted the bundle to appear heavy and full so that you wouldn't grow fearful or discouraged. And it almost worked. Oh, how kind of you to have considered my feelings that way. Perhaps because I remembered another woman who once traveled a long journey carrying her child, as you carry yours now. Another woman? Yes. And if all goes well, we shall see her son tomorrow. Um, sir, can I ever thank you enough? You don't believe all that, do you, Miriam? I do, your eye, I do. A very ingenious story. But what about his stuffing his mouth as fast as he could once it got dark? What about that, old man, huh? Oh, that. Well, I thought I could go the three days without any food at all. But I was wrong. Perhaps age has made me weak. So weak that each night I would search the bottom of the bundle for crumbs of bread and cheese. When a man salvages crumbs, two hands work better than one. Crumbs? Your eye, he ate only crumbs and gave us his food. Oh, I'm so ashamed, your eye. Crumbs. Sir, you went all this way with nothing but crumbs to eat. Can one eat stones? No. No. Miriam, what an evil man I am. What a fool. What a stupid, vicious man I've been. Miriam, this isn't the first time it's happened. I can tell you now. It was the same with Mordecai. I accused him of not being fair with me. That's what led to our quarrel, to my losing my position with him. It, it was my fault, Miriam. I didn't have the courage to tell you before. Oh, my dear, I'm so sorry for you. Yes. Yes, my inner suspicion and hatred of all people has brought us this low, brought us to your brother's door as beggars. And now, sir, if you should care to turn me over to the authorities, do so. No, Uriah. No need to do that. Only one thing I ask, that when we arrive at Tiberius, both of you must come with me. We'll find food where I'm going. Food for your hungry stomach, Uriah. Food, too, for your empty spirit. Will you come with me? Of course, sir. We will.
place, sir. So many people here. Here we shall find the master, my dear. The master? Yes. You may have heard of him even in Judea. But here in Galilee, all know him well. Come, I will take you both to him now. Master, how good it is to be back with you again. And I have brought some friends with me, hungry and needy friends. But before we give this man food for his body, he needs even more food for his soul. He can find that only in you. Help is needed here, Master, for a man who is suspicious distrustful and hateful of his fellow men. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. heard the master before, before I ruined myself through suspecting and judging Mordecai. Through my fault, my wife has been forced to wander the road like a beggar at such a time. It was all worth it, Uriah, if it meant such a change in you. If your heart is open now to loving and giving instead of hating and suspecting. You see, Uriah, there are those of us who want to help you. I know that now. Miriam, we shall go back to Bethel. I shall humble myself to Mordecai and admit my mistakes. We shall have our home again. See, already you have new courage, new humility. Yes, because of the master, sir. It was good of you to have brought us to him. But one thing I noticed, he seemed to know you very well, embraced you as an old friend. Yes, he is, I am happy to say. It is my privilege to follow him as one of his most trusted friends. And one of his apostles as well. You? One of his apostles? Yes. And should you ever need help, my friends, remember me. Call upon me. My name is Bartholomew.
You have been listening to Journey to Tiberias, another episode in the greatest story ever told from the greatest life ever lived. Greatest Story Ever Told was a presentation of the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education.